Hey ladies, and welcome to the Water with Lemon podcast. This is Emma Cook, your host, and I am so glad you are here listening today. This is a podcast by a 20-something for 20-somethings in hopes that we can be encouraged, inspired, and challenged in this crazy time of life. So grab something refreshing and let's get going. Hey ladies, I hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas and are gearing up for the end of this year. Praise God, end of 2020. Today on the podcast, I've got Kimber Cummings, uh, and she just wrote a book called 20-somethings. Literally a book for 20-somethings called 20-something, and it's just the perfect fit for the show. And I just loved our conversation. We uh, talked about opportunities for faith that we've had this year and sharing the gospel and in tune with the season, I hope the Spirit will use our chat today to lead you to reflect on the Lord's faithfulness in your life this year, and that He will bring to mind the people that you can share our hope in Christ with. So, let's get on with it. Well, I am so excited to have you, Kimber. I seriously am like, you are the poster child for the Water with Lemon podcast. Like, who do we want on the show? Somebody who loves speaking to 20-somethings. Ding, 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 ding. Light bulb. Here's Kimber. I do. I love it so much. I'm so honored. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Start us off and just tell us a little bit about you and what your life is like right now. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, yeah, again, thank you for having me. I am so pumped to be here. Been looking forward to this for a long time. But as we just went over, my name is Kimber. It's a strange name because it's spelled with a C. So my mom was really obsessed with C's, but um, it's not (laughs) Simber, it's Kimber. But I love it. So I live in Tyler, Texas, good old East Texas. And I work full time at a church called Grace Community Church. And I am the college director there which I absolutely Mm. love college ministry. I've been doing it for a long time. Um, But I'm a Georgia girl originally. But when I moved to Texas, like four years ago, I was actually living and working in central Virginia because I was working at Liberty University at the time. And yes, really developed a heart for like discipleship there, which I loved. Um, So, but yeah, moved to Texas to do college ministry. And I'm also a first time author. I just published my first book. 20 something literally a few days ago which is exciting was the official date a couple days ago yeah it was it was november 28th so it was literally a couple days ago which is so fun i know it really has been a whirlwind and i've loved it but yeah i just you know it was written for women trying to pursue the lord um in what is such a dynamic decade of our life and so i really felt led to to write it and to Mm. publish it but um yeah, I, I'm not married. I live here in Texas. My family lives kind of far away. I don't have any kids that I know of or fur babies or <laughs> even any like notable house plants. So sometimes I feel self-conscious about that. I'm like, at least I should maybe be good at plants, but I'm not right. even good at that. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> but I am a big citrus fan though. So okay. like the fact that this is called the Water with Lemon podcast, I can like really get behind You can that. really relate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I mean, why would you order water without lemon? That's exactly. what I want to know. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Do you drink water with lemon like as you're yes. recording? Me? Okay. Uh, I have some well, too. It's sometimes. Did I put, did I put lemon? I don't know. I need to smell it. <laughs> 
Nope, it's just plain all water today. Oh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I have some on behalf of both of us. That's so amazing. Maybe, I maybe I put lime today. I can't remember, but either way, big that would be scale. the other podcast. That's for boys. oh the water. Oh, okay, okay. Water with lime. That's water with lime in their twenties. If anybody, if anybody wants to start one called Water with Lime, yeah. for, I for think dudes. that would be very creative. So yes, I like that. Shout idea. out, shout out to anyone who wants to do that. <laughs> yeah, give us, give us the royalties, please. <laughs> I love, I love that you said uh, that you don't have any kids that you know of. I know you read right. that in your book about like, ah, uh, I'm not sure that that could actually be an accurate statement for women because. Right. I think you would probably know. <laughs> you would know. I know. It's just like improbable for us not to know that we have kids. So guys can make that joke and it's like funny, but we can't. It's kind yes. of unfair. But I like to make uh, it anyway. I know. So good. And your book is like just full of jokes like that. And I just am really, really enjoying it. I don't think I've Yay. ever read a book that was just like so funny, like in uh, raw and real, you know, yeah. just like Aww. not, you're not trying to pretend anything, you know, no, I'm really <laughs> just staying not what's real. Yes. I'm like, Lord knows we just yes. need a little bit more reality and rawness. So I tried to lay it all out there. That is so true. And I yeah. totally agree. So I'm thankful that, that you're going there. Yes. Um, good. But I also wanted to ask you a little mm-hmm. bit about like, how's 2020 been, you know, like, right. We're nearing, we're nearing the end here. We are. Praise the Lord. ETL. <laughs> like what has no. this year been like for you? <laughs> you know, well, unlike everyone else, my year has been totally normal and great. And I'm just kidding. It's like been so weird and like <laughs> wild. And, um, you know, like everyone else, I've spent a lot of time at home by myself. Um, but there's been like, you know, bright spots to, to 2020 for sure. Like, you know, since I do college ministry in the spring, we kind of halted all of our like events mm. and all of our nightly things, obviously, and like everything closed down. So because of that, it freed up all my evenings, which kind of, I was grateful for because it gave me added time to focus on the book and to finish that. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it w- I enjoyed the slowness bit of it, you know, not feeling the pressure of like being certain places. And, um, so yeah, it's definitely, but it's been super weird. You know, a lot has happened that we weren't expecting. And I think what the Lord taught me and all of that, um, I mean, I'm thankful he always has things to teach us if we're willing to, to learn and to listen. Um, but honestly, Emma, yeah, it's been, this season has been really critical in my faith. Like 2020 mm. has been really mo- monumental in my faith because for so many of us and probably so many of your listeners, you know, like I think the Lord really entrusted us with a lot of opportunities for faith in this season because it was so abnormal and no one really knew how to best handle it or like how to respond or what to do when things were taken from us or things that we were counting on may or may not have happened. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that has been hard, you know, but in light of all of that, I think what the Lord has taught me, um, especially in the process of writing and publishing this book, which I've never done, it just was constant dependence on him. And which is hard for me because I'm not always great at dependence on the Lord. I have Mm. a big independent streak in me which maybe mm. you can relate to, but, um, but that was just not going to be the case in this process. Cause I just didn't have enough money or connections or time or energy to mm. get it to where I wanted it to be. But, um, he day by day, moment by moment, just showed me one 
step of obedience. Um, and he didn't show me the full picture, but just day by day, like, this is the path I want you to walk in. And this is the decision I want you to make today. And this is what obedience looks like today. And, um, I, that was really cool. That was really cool. And I think like mm-hmm. when we, when we, you know, enter into a life lived with Christ, it does require, you know, daily provision and us constantly coming back to him. But I think that's what he wants. He wants us to live in the reality where we're constantly needing to come back to him. And 2020 has certainly felt like that mm-hmm. in so many ways, but it's, mm-hmm. it's been so good for our faith, I think too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Cause it, you know, really caused a lot of us to, like you said, a lot of the things that you were just going through, you know, mm-hmm. in your week, your schedule, things were busy. A lot of the things that we have committed to were kind of taken off of our schedule right. and left with, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> what now? What, what am I uh, with what, without what I do, exactly. you know? And oh so, a lot, I feel like a lot of us, it's been a, oh shoot, where's my identity been lying? Is it in what I do? Is it in the people I am used to being around? Is it, you know, you know, where does our identity lie? And obviously for 20 somethings, that's something that is already an issue. Like (laughs) so it's like, Lord, here we go guys. Like, We're going to, we're going to really deal with this year in 2020. Gosh, we were forced. (laughs) We must have all really needed it because we were all forced to really lean into that. Yeah. But so true. Yeah. yeah, So true. So what, what was, um, your, what were your twenties like? Like Mm -hmm. what was good and hard about your twenties? Yeah. Well, you know, our twenties are such a wild ride, aren't they? Like there's such a ride and, um, I found my twenties to be, I don't know if any of, if you could relate to this or if your listeners could, but I found the beauty of my twenties to also be kind of the tragedy of my twenties too. And Mm. what I mean by that is that the beauty for me was that there were endless possibilities, you know, like, which can be very exciting. And, you know, in our twenties, it does sometimes feel like the world is our oyster and we can move or we can stay or we can do things we've never done and we can travel and change and grow and experience and expand. And, you know, all those possibilities were also always very exciting to me because I found a lot of freedom in that. Um, and the, the ability to discover like who I was and who I wasn't. Um, and so my twenties are very much characterized by, you know, the excitement of endless possibilities, you know, who am I going to be and who am I going to be with and what am I going to do and where will I go? Um, but at the same time, I know that those unanswered questions can be really paralyzing. And so I think Mm -hmm. that those endless possibilities are the difficulty too, because yeah, too many options is really overwhelming. And I remember even like in college, having to finally commit to a major felt so stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like then when I was in grad school, I was like, Oh crap, wait, do I really want to do this actually? Like, <laughs> I'm like halfway <laughs> through, I'm like, I don't even know if I like this. Um, <laughs> is this the field I want to be in? So I know that the pressure of like wanting and needing to have your whole life figured out in your twenties mm-hmm. can be really hard to navigate. Um, But in light of all that, I really believe our 20s are meant not for figuring everything out, but rather being committed to figuring out who we want to be, even more so than what we want to do. 
Um, and so I think if we can enter our 20s and then leave our 20s being really serious about discovering, you know, who we want to be and, and who we already are in Christ, mm-hmm. like I think that our 30-something selves are going to be so much more grateful for that, mm-hmm. focusing on who we're becoming rather than just what we want to do. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so many joys and hardships in that decade. It's really beautiful right. and wonderful. Yeah, too. I like how you connected those, like, it's really awesome that we yeah. are able to kind of just have this open door to like, all right, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's also what is really hard because there yes. are so many unknowns and yes. figuring out the timing of things. Mm-hmm. Like we, we think that we can figure out the timing right. of things <laughs> yeah. somehow, some way. And then he teaches us that that's not how it works. <laughs> right. right? Oh my so, gosh. Constantly. <laughs> It is so true that that's what it is like for yeah. sure. And yeah. So did you kind of from, you know, cause I know you're just on the other side of 20s. Right. Yeah. Did you kind of, um, have this dream to write a book like in your twenties? Was this something coming out of it and like going into college ministry mm-hmm. ministry that mm-hmm. you were like, Oh man, mm-hmm. I have some things I'd like to say. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, well, I guess towards the end of my 20s, I felt a little bit of that, but I never, I never had a goal of writing a book. I've always felt very strongly mm-hmm. about communication and like having a desire to communicate who God is and his goodness, but I never in a million years would have thought that it would have translated into a book because mm-hmm. I'm like the world's worst journaler. Like I don't even <laughs> like journaling. And so I'm like, why would I ever write a book? But, um, <laughs> but I kind of write a little bit about this, but Uh, you know, when I was 29 and I was processing turning 30, that was so difficult for me. I don't know why I was just like really freaking out about it. Probably should have pursued counseling more at the time, but like, I don't know. I just felt so unprepared for like the official adulthoodness of 30 Mm -hmm. and just knowing that I had spent the last nine or 10 years walking alongside women in their twenties. And I was myself a woman in her twenties. I just thought, you know what? Like, these are the stories I naturally share with women anyways, that I'm walking alongside in real life. And so I thought, mm. you know, Lord, I'm just going to write this down to, to start helping myself, um, mm-hmm. remember you, who you were and who you are. But I finished writing the book for all of those women that I, that I walk alongside and the ones that I'll never meet that will hopefully read the words and, and be reminded of who God is. Mm, so good. I love all the stories you share in the book. And so, you know, ultimately, what would you say is kind of your goal um, for readers, like especially the ones, you know, that you don't know that pick up your book and like what was kind of just like your hope for them? Yes, definitely. Well, um, you know, like I said, I've, I've can, it's been such a blessing both for me, you know, like professionally and personally to walk alongside women in their 20s for gosh, like 10 or 12 years now. And I love Mm. that so much. And I get paid to have coffee with young women. It's like amazing. (laughs) I keep small Latin American countries funded with how much coffee I consume with women over the course (laughs) of the year. But um, yeah, but I can't have coffee with everyone, nor do I need to. And, and, And so I just wanted these and believe these stories to be like extremely relatable and challenging and, um, provide women with a great deal of truth as they were navigating you know, that decade. And so really my hope for readers is that um, they'll finish this book, like knowing that their relationship with God 
or the relationship that God offers to us informs and transforms every single area of our lives from Mm. the way that we date and how we work and how we approach community and hospitality and unmet expectations and what do we do on our big days but also, and you know, the bright days and all those moments in the middle, which our twenties feel so much like all these moments where you're just kind of waiting in the middle. Um, Mm -hmm. but I really believe that, you know, women in their twenties reading this will be encouraged and challenged and more than anything, Mm -hmm. they'll just know, Hey, I'm not alone or crazy. Like someone else Mm -hmm. is walking through this too. And you know, there's so many joys and difficulties. And I just thought if I can highlight even what has gone tragically wrong or what God's teaching me regardless. Like I believe that women can know like, Oh gosh, okay. I'm not Mm. the only one. I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's so true. And I feel like it really is something that is needed. You know, that's kind Mm -hmm. of why I started this podcast a couple of years ago was like, hold on. I'm yeah, yeah, reading all these books and listening to all these podcasts and, Mm -hmm you know, whatever it is to try and just kind of like wrap my brain around, you know, what I'm learning about the Lord. And it was a lot of great information, a lot of great conversations, but a lot of it ended up, um, gearing more towards women who were moms and later uh, in adulthood. And so it was like, hang on, what about us? Like, we need a lot of help. Okay. Yeah. yeah we need more help than anyone. <laughs> I mean, I know motherhood is really, really hard. I yeah. can see that by watching. Yeah. It looks very hard right. from the outside. Right. Um, yes. <laughs> and I'm going to need that one day, but exactly. yeah, I think that, I'm not there you know, right now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And books like yours. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just so relatable being like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Yes. I have stories similar to this yeah. and yeah. I've gone through things similar to this and, oh, you know, I'm reading the part about my mid twenties right now. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm in. And then I can, yeah. you know, reflect on my early twenties yeah. and yep. Oh yeah. man, those were the days. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I'm scared to start the late twenties because no, I don't, don't know. Be scared. What it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, I love that. Well, good. And yeah, good for you. Like we're, I'm so thankful you're doing this because you're right. I think we need more voices specifically to women in their twenties. Um, mm. Absolutely. So thank you for, for having these conversations. It's a gift to so many yes, of us. And, and I learned so much alongside, you know, being mm-hmm. something myself, I'm learning so much. And yeah, so, yeah. you know, I think right now, um, just in the time that we're in, in mm-hmm. um, this crazy year, mm-hmm. and just being in our 20s, in mm-hmm. this crazy time, it's like, I, I feel very burdened for my generation, mm-hmm. and just the ways that I feel like, um, we are being impacted by the world and by media and by what our friends are saying or um, just people in our circles. And so for me, that's like a big burden on my heart. It's like, man, I'm praying for, for truth to be, to be shown above all else and not Mm -hmm. the media. And so I was just wondering for you, like, what, what do you feel just kind of burdened by most right now? for 20 somethings and like, you know, what encouragement maybe do you have for us in that? Yeah. I love this question. Um, and I totally agree. I think my biggest burden 
for you guys in your twenties and, and even me just having left them is, you know, mm. the digital age that we live in. I'm not trying to sound like grandma, like, oh, the digital age <laughs> and social media, you know, like, trust me, I'm there too. But like, it is crazy. And I, I write about this in the book. Like, it's so interesting more so than ever. We can, we are presented with any and every person on the planet platform Mm. on the planet, like every cause, every company, like we see it and are exposed to it so frequently. And, you know, the media, it really does capitalize on our lack, or at least it tries to, you know, and I fall Mm -hmm. prey to that all the time. I'm like, of course I need, you know, this eyelash serum and you know that like my brows aren't thick enough you're right like so it's like they so often capitalize on our lack and but like so I know so that true. we feel it's so true girl I sure trust me I bought them um but they listen like, they listen to us too like yes. how did they know I was just telling my friend that I needed that jacket from Old Navy and then it pops up on my screen. It's I freaky. Know, it's so wild. And then we buy it and it's like, yes. But, yes. Um, we just but I, I just, mm-hmm. I know the pressure to like be more and hustle more and network more. Like it, it is this pressure of like feeling like you need to be more special than you mm-hmm. are. And we have all mm-hmm. this exposure to so much, but oftentimes connection to very little. And so I know that that's so overwhelming and disheartening so often. And I, and I don't like it, even though I feed it in myself so often, but Mm -hmm. it always comes back to recognizing our position in Christ, like pointing ourselves to that daily Mm -hmm. and also remembering what God has given us opportunities for. And and something that I felt really burdened for, especially towards the end of me writing this book, I just felt like God, I'm not connected enough. My platform's not big enough. Mm. I need to be connected to more influential people and I need to be more influential. And um, Mm. I just felt convicted through all of that. Like for me and so many of us, like we don't even, widespread influence is just not our reality. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Because I think at every course of our 20s, I really believe God gives us opportunities for impact, even more so than influence. Mm. And impact, I think, happens best with just a few people um, at a time. And when we look at the life, life of Christ, like that's what he prioritized, you know, like he poured into a group of 12 men who then went to change the world with the gospel of Christ. And so, you know, even though I struggle with wanting to feel more special, I have to remind myself that God's given me something better. He's given us a life that can be meaningful. Mm. And that meaning is granted to us because of our connection to and relationship with Christ. And so, if we can just remember that what gives our life meaning is knowing Jesus and making him known and looking for opportunities to impact people around us with the gospel of Christ. Um, gosh, that's so amazing. And that's Mm -hmm. what I want to like give my life and my time to, and to recognize that in a world that's constantly calling us to be more and more and more like Mm -hmm. Christ calls us to actually be less full of ourselves so that we can yeah. be more full of him. And like, that's the more that the world really needs and craves, mm. even if they don't realize it is more of Christ, more of his presence, more of his word, you know, more of his spirit, you know, directing every part of our lives. Mm. But it's that's tricky. So it's tricky. I know. I love that impact over influence. Like, because mm-hmm. you're right. The digital age, like you said, has really changed. Yeah. Kind of how we see 
uh, are worse. Like yes. that it's more about numbers, you know, yes. it's like how many followers, how many, um, you know, make like, do I have any notifications? Oh, then right. Do I matter? Like, right. <laughs> does yeah. anybody see me today? Right. Yes. Real people have seen you. Like, unless yes. you're in your house all day right. with no one else there, then yet you are seen, you yes. know, and you don't mm-hmm. need a notification to show you that. Yes. You know? yes. It's so true. And it's really yeah. dangerous. I notice sometimes in my life where I am more concerned with having influence over people I don't know rather than having mm. connection with the people that I do know. And I'm like, Kimber, like this is what God's called you to these couple people right in front of you in your path. And like, right. really does give us those opportunities. But unfortunately, sometimes, yeah, we, we aren't satisfied by them. And mm-hmm. that's a heart issue I need to look more into for myself, but mm. totally. All that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that is so good. That is so yeah. good. And I'm sure like, you know, in doing college ministry, would you say mm-hmm. that that's probably one of the biggest things that you see, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm interested of just, you know, what do you feel like college girls struggle with most right now? And, and kind of, you know, what are, what are you trying to uh, declare over them most? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. I love college girls so much, such a, such a special time in my life, just getting to know who God was. Mm. And so I think that's just mm. like always my biggest encouragement to them is like, no matter what you're studying or who your community is, or even what you're struggling with, like you have to get to know God. Like you have mm. to get to know him and he wants to get to know you, you know, like there's nothing that he wants more. And so as you're trying to navigate, should I date this guy or should I change my major or what do I do with this? like you know Jesus informs all of that and we never know what to do if we don't spend time with him we never know what how to respond if we don't ask him and rest in him and abide in him so I know that's kind of a not as a specific answer but I just encourage girls like God is crazy about you he wants Mm -hmm. to get to know you and he's waiting for you to say yes to that and that's going to change everything about your life absolutely everything That's so good because it can be easy for us to be like, oh, let's focus in on this like topical issue, you know, but ultimately all of those topical issues all have an underlying vertical issue with the Lord, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I think you also talked about that. So I'm pretending that, you know, (laughs) I came up with that, but you know. Well, you did. I've heard you say that on this podcast before. Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. No, because I learned it from other people like you. That's just, yeah, me too. Gosh, me too. There's nothing new under the sun. Isn't that what they say? Man, that's what they say. That's what old Solomon said in scripture. (laughs) He was not kidding. He was not kidding. It's true. Oh, gosh. I love it. Okay, Kimber. Well, let's jump into a couple of questions that I ask every guest that comes on the show. Excellent. And the first one is, I feel like this is very, you know, you're going to be like, well, read my whole book. You know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) what is one thing that you wish you knew as a 20 something? Oh my gosh. Okay. What I wish I I knew. Um, I feel like I have like a funny answer and then maybe a deep answer. I wish that I knew that like 
black was not my ideal hair color. Like I, <laughs> I, I had so many different hair colors in my twenties. And, and at one point it was black. And I was like, why were my friends not telling me this was the worst to look for me? You know, like I wish like, I would have oh, known that. Yeah. That looks really good. That's so edgy. And by edgy, we mean it looks really bad. Um, and totally doesn't <laughs> go with your skin tone, but I wish I had known that. Um, and yeah, I think on, on a more serious note, like I just wish that I had known that I think God, you know, in our twenties, so often we're more consumed with the end game and the end result mm-hmm. and the goal. Mm-hmm. But I think God's a lot more concerned with the path that we're taking and the journey that we're on. Mm-hmm. And that's the part he delights in because that's yeah. where our relationship with him happens. And so I wish that I had known like, Things probably won't go as you expected, but that's okay. And that's better because as you're relying on the Lord and having a relationship with him and a life that's surrendered to him, your life is going to look like what he wants it to look like. And what he wants for us is always better and Mm -hmm. fuller and richer. And sometimes it's, it's a little bit harder. Sometimes it's more stretching, but Mm -hmm. he cares about the journey and the relationship. And I always tended to care about, yeah, but where am I going to be? And where am I going to go? And where am I going to end up? Right. I was like, no, right. no, 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 I want you to be here and present mm-hmm. in this moment in the middle. That's good. Yeah. yeah Cause we, we want the end game quickly too. Yes. It's like, oh my gosh. not only mm-hmm. do we want the end game, but it's like, let's, let's speed that up. Instant, instant gratification kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Just he's like, Ooh, this good things take time, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just going to, ha- you're going to have to wait on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Lord, uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Crazy. I know. Oh gosh. I'm serious about the hair color thing though. That was I wish I'd known that so much sooner. <laughs> she's really still did. like she's I'm still regretting gonna walk it. away from this conversation, go look at old pictures. I know. Oh, oh God. Oh, Lord help us. Lord help us in that. Hey, yeah. you figured it out though. That's the hair right, color is doing great now. You live Thank in, you, you learn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so question. share with us like mm-hmm. what you're reading, listening to, mm. watching, like any of those things or all. Yes. I hate to say this because it's corny, but I'm actually rereading my own book right now because now that it's out in the world, I'm like, I feel like I need to read this one more time and make sure it sounds okay. Like, what did so I, I say? <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> like, how did that come out? Let me reread that. So I'm rereading <laughs> that. I am like infamous for not being able to finish a book. It's a bad habit. It. So I have like 27 books on my nightstand that I've gotten Good. halfway through and Good. yikes, I know it's a problem. It's a problem. I'm listening to Maverick City's new Christmas album right uh, now. Oh, wait, there's a Christmas album. Yes, girl. Oh, oh my gosh. Go download shoot. it right now. It just came I've out a few days to, ago. I've been listening to Phil Wickham's Christmas album. Did you know that he has Oh, one? yes. Yes. He has a, yes, I so good. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, d- get a uh, Maverick cities. Cause gosh, uh, everything yeah. they make is like really amazing. So but their Christmas good. is really good. It's a little I bit shorter. Yeah. Add that right to your now. list. <laughs> and then I don't know if you're like a crown girl on Netflix, the crown. I don't know if you watched that show. Watched but, it. Oh man. I just finished like the latest season in two days and it was so good and like so well casted. So right you know, there's some spicy things in there. I need to be honest about that, especially in the first couple of seasons. But in this latest season, it has Princess Diana 
And it just oh. is like so fascinating to me. It's really good. Mm. Really good. Yeah. I've always been interested in watching it. So maybe it'll yeah. be like my Christmas. Yes. Watch. It's a good Christmas show. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Add it to your okay. list. Yeah. I'll check it out. Man, okay. I'm so resourceful. <laughs> <laughs> all the things. Oh, all man. the things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So lastly, what is mm-hmm. refreshing you? This is like anything mm. that's just given you life. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, thankfully in Texas, you know, it's still, it's not like bitterly cold here, which I kind of love. I mean, it's a little chilly, but I feel like we can yeah. still be outside much later than other people can around the country. And so I True. try to get outside as like much as possible. Sunshine. I really do mm-hmm. feel like my life is fueled by sunshine yes. and, um, cleaning my bedroom has been really refreshing. You enjoy that? And by, no, I'm just kidding. I, it's, <laughs> that was a joke because if you could see my room right now, I just am existing in between like piles of clothes <laughs> for weeks and weeks. And it's terrible. It's so bad. I wish I felt more refreshed by laundry and cleaning. putting clothes up. Mm-hmm. I, I like cleaning I'm, my living room and kitchen, but my bedroom is always bedroom. terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you struggle yeah, with that? It's okay. Yeah, I actually just moved a pile of clothes from so mm-hmm. you couldn't see them that were on top of my dresser. I pushed them on the floor over that way. So oh, well, that I tells never you. <laughs> I'm like, maybe she we doesn't do want to see my pile of clothes over here. Girl, I was no. like, uh oh, that's in the picture. <laughs> pushed it over. <laughs> I'm like, wherever there's an opening oh. in my house, I will put mm-hmm. stuff like inside the oven, you know, inside the dryer like I'm like oh good lord this is a problem that's like definition of I know they talk about like I don't know if you're into the Enneagram but the differences in like ones and threes Uh is that threes just want want to like cover it up like make sure it looks fine yes once you actually put it in the right place or it's not correct so threes okay. it's just like yeah stuff it in the dryer as long as it looks like yeah. I have it together you know yeah. I'm not a one or a three but oh. I always think about that I'm like that would be <laughs> yes what's your number what's your number well I'm currently having a crisis about that okay. because I thought I was a six wing seven Mm, for mm -hmm. the longest time. Okay. And now I'm starting to think I actually could be a seven. I'm a seven. Oh my gosh, it's literally what I am. I'm a seven (laughs) wing six. Yes, girl. Join the party so number. Maybe, maybe I need to have a, a, a talk with you about this because I was listening to some podcasts recently and going, oh no, maybe I am a seven. <laughs> That's actually how you know you probably landed on it. You're like, ooh, is that really me? I think it is. Ouch. Oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 In a seven's world, it's like, I need to put these clothes away in my bedroom. And I'm like, oh, wait, look at this pair of shoes I just found. These are cute. You know, like it's like constant distraction and like, I can't stay put yeah. on a task very long. But. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pray for me. We can, okay. we can chat about this later. Yeah. 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 We really can. We really can. I'm here for it. Oh, I love it. Well, oh, thank gosh. you so much for coming on Kimber. It was a joy. I've been looking Aww. forward to this forever. So thank Man, you for coming too. on and encouraging us. Me too. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Thank you so much for having me and for the work that you're doing. Like it's so needed and so appreciated. So thank you.
Thank you guys so much for listening in today. I'm thankful for time with Kimber and pray our conversation was beneficial for you too. Kimber's passion and devotion to ministering to 20-somethings is much needed and such a light to our generation. I highly, highly enjoyed her book and pretty much laughed the whole way through, so you need to go check it out. And as 2020 closes and 2021 approaches, I pray your hope remains in Christ and not the ringing in of the new year. So happy new year, my friends, and stay fresh, my people.